This is an Adventures in Middle-earth actual play using Fantasy Grounds. You can find session summaries, items and characters on World Anvil, where our campaign is called In the Shadow of the Mountains. You'll find links to that and our other forms of media for our sessions, as well as an index of this episode in the description. This episode has jump cuts to keep the runtime down. Previously, on the trip back to Roscobel, to attend the meeting of local leaders at the Folk Moot, Fellowship dealt with a quartet of hobgoblins who had been camping at some old ruins tainted by evil. They'd also discovered some fine game and some rare herbs just outside the borders of Radagast Domain. Now Roscobel, with time to kill, the companions have decided to help out with some of the duties requested by the Brown Wizard. Okay, so you ended up in uh, in Roscobel and just, just kind of getting there. You know that in a few days' time there is going to be the folk moot with an expanded area and in, invites from a lot wider range around Rovanian. Um, and you've got a few days to kill. So you make a decision really just to kind of help out um, within probably a day's walk of Roswell, just make sure that traps are laid for catching game, all that kind of stuff uh, and and those things. And two or three days go by and you are uh, returned with some game. Um, you see pretty much that there's a lot of friendly wild animals close to Rosgabel, but within about half a day it goes much more back to normal as you'd expect and hares run away from you and those kind of things but you you have some success hunting um and you're kind of seeing a few folk filtering in for the folk moot um, and there are some tents springing up in and around Rosgabel itself on the fourth day uh while out hunting let me just put a map up so you can see where you are Ooh. i've just dragged you on in, into a clearing basically and it should be have line of sight now this man stumbles into the clearing let me just find him i'm dead he's covered in spider webs that's normally not good there he is he's there he he kind of comes in from the path to the south and he's stumbling up towards you what do you want to do and he's kind uh, of coughing. Let me describe it a bit, actually. His face as pale as a ghost, yellow flecked spit welling up from the corner of his mouth. And he's kind of gets up to about there and he staggers quickly towards you, Hathis, seeing yep, you're yep. a woodman, and like Hathis collapses will... into your arms just in front of you. Hathis will go up to him and try and make a quick assessment as to what might be wrong with him, whether it's something he knows or something strange, like a disease or whatever give me a just because you might know him just give me a region do you have a is it history let me see what school would be useful no it wouldn't be traditions give me a region no you haven't got a region history check you don't you just don't recognize him uh, yeah. he's definitely okay. a woodman he he kind of collapses into into your arms you lay him down gently on the ground he he seems to be trying to press a piece of paper into your hand Okay, I'll let um, him do that. I'm, I'm more concerned with what's wrong with him, I guess. Like, yeah, he kind of pushes the, this piece of paper into yeah. your hand and it just kind of collapses and lies on the ground. Body's convulsing. So give me a medicine check in the towel. Uh, As you sit down next to him. Consider yourself served. Yeah, <laughs> it's divorce proceedings. What's going on? Why is that? Whenever I try and take the, drag the medicine dice it just drags the whole bloody window have you tried um, not using a mac <laughs> yeah oh that's law ignore that john it, it got law instead of medicine 
close. I'll try that. That's better. It's fixed itself after Neil's harsh words. Can, can I assist John to maximise? Um, he's definitely been poisoned. Okay, um, in which case I will try and expend a healing dice to remove... He's just dropped unconscious as you do that. Okay, in which case I'll expend a healing dice. I'll touch him and expend a healing dice to try, grant him hit points equal D8 plus bloody blah, yeah? So first thing, give him some hit points, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm, hands of a healer. He is still unconscious, but yep. his breathing is, a, is not as ragged as it was. So my next action would be then to spend a healing die to cure one, neutralize one poison. So that's the next thing I want to do as and when. So can I just carry on with that or should I wait for other people to do stuff? After the rest, are you any? I mean, you said you were kind of kneeling down to help. So just kind of, I guess you just crowd around him a bit. Who's, um, who's got the paper? Yeah. At the moment, Hatha's kind of just left it on the grass, I, I guess. Yeah. Or I'll just hand it to someone, hold it up and hand it to someone else, but carry on with, carry on with what I'm doing. I, I'm... I'm... Scanning around with my bow out just in case this yeah. is some kind of clever ambush. And, and I'm I'm going to look at him and see if there's any sign of any sort of arrows or anything in him which might suggest how he's been poisoned. And I'm going to read the note. <laughs> right. So first things first, for you, Sigma, and you, Arahad, give me a perception check in the tower as you're looking around and scanning the scanning the woods. Okay. Arahad, you hear some noise coming from roughly that kind of direction. But it's it's faint. It's probably a little way off. But that's all you picked up. Monin, you you kind of come up next to the body, pick up the note. Give me either an investigation or a riddle check to see if you can decipher what it says. Wow. Yeah, you you are able to decipher it pretty quickly. It warns that um Baron, and you're assuming this is who Baron is. Uh, it's written in very bad handwriting, but he's seen orcs in Fenbridge Castle. So you know, based on that check, that Fenbridge Castle, um, in a sketch map you've got, looks like it's an outlying fortification in southwest Mirkwood. Um, <clears throat> give me a history check to see if you know what that's called. Wow. Okay, let me just show you what you just rolled. So this is the, what pre the penultimate one. And this is your history roll. Oh, wow. Nice work. Okay. I'm fire at the moment. So um, you know that this is a place called Fembridge Castle. It's about 10 to 15 miles northeast of Dolgaldur. Dolgaldur is like a legendary fortress that's been closed down by basically members of the White Council as a, as a huge threat. Um, and Fembridge Castle is about... 10 to 15 miles north of that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to unhide it on your map so you can see the location. So Falmarshes, um, I'll put this, Falmarshes surround Olgador on three sides. The easiest way to cross these swamps is via the Fenbridge, a snaking line of orc-built crossings that run from hillock to hillock. And the only way into the Fenbridge is through Fenbridge Castle. So it's a map um, describing Fenbridge and Fenbridge Castle. Um, and you recognise it, but when he started mentioning bridge system around the marshes you'd heard of that before moment it also there's another area which is even closer that it, it marks out called uh, tyrants hill or amon balglia it's a fortress that once stood upon a wooded rise on the edge of the wood 
maybe 70 miles north of Dol Gulder. The elves named the rise the Tyrant's Hill many years ago, for it was from that keep that it sits upon it that many raiding parties issued forth and attacked Rovanian. So this map and this woodman have marked those two locations. And there's some description there around orc movements, potentially, especially around Fenbridge Castle. Now, those have been abandoned for decades. So that is news. Right. Obviously, in parts, this to everybody. You would know, um, Hathers particularly, that the White Council mm-hmm. drove... You don't know who this is, but someone called the Necromancer from Dolgulder. Mm. Um, many years ago, um, yeah. and that, that was a, a seat of evil power in the southern Mirkwood. Um, yep. So this is, if there are orcs around that area again, that's worrying. They don't normally get this far south from um, the Grey Mountains, right at the top of your map there. But Grey Mountains, Grey Mountain Narrows around the top of Mirkwood is where they tend to be most prevalent. Uh, also down through the Misty Mountains, uh, but that's so brutal there, They, as in... Winter would probably kill even the hardiest of orc in, in those mountains. But you don't see that many there. Yeah, okay, so that is worrying news. But I want to... Can, can I try and remove the poison from this Bren, Baron, or whatever his name is? Yeah, sure. Um, so give me a... I think, actually, it's a it's an automatic it's just, effect. If it's yeah, just poison exactly, effect, yeah. isn't it? I spend um, another healing dice to, to neutralize one poison. Okay, you do that. And um, as, you, as you're doing that, how to the woods... To the north comes a warrior dressed in black mail. He's holding in his hand a, a short leash with a pretty savage looking hound on. And then another one comes, follows him out um, from that that area. I need to unhide all these, actually. I'll unhide all of them. Whoa! And suddenly, out of the wood, a lot of people appear. All of them have got hounds. These hounds look like... Bigger versions of Hewan, mm-hmm. if anything. They are straining on the leash. They're all focused on Hewan. Hewan is standing behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of comes up behind you. He's looking protective, but his tail's between his legs. He doesn't look very Outgunned, enamored yeah. by all of these things. This woman here, lean, broad-shouldered, Northman woman, dark hair streaked with white, walks towards you, stops about 10 feet away. All of the... All of them look military, fairly martial. All have got some seriously good quality arms and armor compared mm-hmm. with average woodmen that you've seen. Um, mm-hmm. And their wolfhounds are all snarling. Um, they're not, the clothing's not unlike the woodmen you know, but they don't bear any marks of clans that you're aware of, Hathas. Mm-hmm. Male shirts, yeah. they've got helmets, shields on their back. They're, they've got hands on swords, but they're not attacking they're not like they're, they're, they've not got shields in hand they've not got mm-hmm. bows drawn this woman who steps forward just looks like she's not someone to be messed with hello i'm dagmar a huntress of the forest she points down at uh baron um who that now assume you know what his name is now i can identify him mm-hmm. um lying on the floor and says that weasel down there stole something from me hand him over Moaning will lift a piece of paper up and point it towards her. Say, this? Was it this? Yes. Well, it's, going, it's going back to Ros- Roscobel, so you can go and see Radagast about it now. And I want to observe her expressions when I say that. It's, does she look annoyed, or does she look um, relieved, or whatever? She looks pissed off, yeah. How far from Roscobel are we? 
Uh, you didn't go further than Dover, so you're probably about five, six hours away. Um, probably towards the in the western eaves. So these these forests are fairly open compared with Mirkwood in general. The western eave is it's more like a traditional British deciduous forest. Mm-hmm. Um, fairly open trees, and that fairly easy to walk around. There's no like roots that are tripping you up all the time or anything like that. Yeah. But it's it's a, it's bloody yeah, it's a long way chased by five people plus five big dogs. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> she says, um, my master told me to chase him down the dog that he is spying on us he's not i'm gonna run away at the moment is he come back to roscoe bell we'll talk about it mm, that's not my business i will tell mogdred mogdred of this he's Lord of tyrant hill okay mogdred has claimed the southern forest is his realm he is a woodman born of mirkwood it is his by right does he consult with okay. the orcs then we are have we protected you from orcs for decades we are friends of the woodman. Fantastic. Then you'll know that us taking this person to Roscobel won't hamper your plans. Uh, everyone give me a perception check. I'll have to whisper to you. This, John, they make it all hear it. <laughs> so you heard him very quietly. Him as in Baron. Baron whispered something. Now you can hear, but you didn't make out what it was, the rest of you. But you know he's been whispering, and let me just see if they... It doesn't appear that she heard or anyone else heard. Does the name Mogdred mean anything to us? Have we heard of this person? No. You don't know. Hmm. What's your name? I'm uh, Me? I'm, I'm Dagmar. Pleased to meet you. Friend of the woodman. So She's looking down her nose a little bit at you, uh, Hathas. <laughs> Quite impressed with you, Monin. You can get a sense for that, maybe. So Dagmar... You say you've uh, been keeping the way safe for uh, many decades from orcs. Are you still doing so, or have you given up? No, we're for, uh, you'd be overrun if it wasn't for the men of the Southern Mirkwood and women. She says with a bit of a wry smile. I know it's a hairy place down there, so I'm not uh, I'm not doubt your words. Why don't I bring? Baron to Roscobel right now and deliver that letter personally. No, it's okay. We're heading that we'll take him. He's under our care now. We'll take him to Roscobel for more healing and tending. Yeah, Dagmar, don't you take can... it too personally. Mm. Yeah, you won't. You can accompany us if you if you wish. If you'd seen what we've seen and the guises that the enemy can have and the shadow has, you know, some's fair when it's foul. So uh, we don't trust anybody. But if you're uh, if you're good at heart, sure, follow us, and we'll see what happens. If you're not, I'll kill you first. She might smile slightly at that. These words are dangerous. Uh, you may know spiders and worse things draw near. Um, I'll accompany you, my men and I. We will make sure you are safe. It's only what a day, half a day's travel from here. Yeah. That's- Five hours. We'll be there by tea time. Let's do that. Greedy guts, Arahad. <laughs> On the way, I can entertain you with my horn. <laughs> Sweet Jesus, it's going to be a long five hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how are you travelling um, to the to uh, Roswell? 
I think we should... So are you going in front, behind, in the middle? What's your plan? I think side I think by side. All, yeah, we're all suspicious of these guys, obviously, so I don't think we all want to be particularly strung out and vulnerable so they can just overwhelm us and do a and do a Boromir. I think we need we also we need to kind of surround the the woodman who's injured so that they can't n- nothing because if he's being poisoned then yeah, there's a danger that they're going to try and yeah, bump him <clears> off at some point. So I'll probably walk behind him, just keep an eye that nobody comes too close. Well, maybe what we could do is uh, Mona and Arahad could be the left-hand side, sort of like the like the edge, the, and then maybe then Hathis and Beren, and then maybe Sigmar on the right-hand side. Okay, so if you line yourselves up, I guess going from like, uh, which way are you heading? You're kind of going back west. So you're heading that direction. So line yourselves up as you'd want to be. Also, Modin will give uh, Hathis the piece of paper. Try and cool. try and memorize that as best you can, Hathis, just in case we have to give it to her. Okay, Agmas. Um, so after you're kind of walking along. You've, you're protecting him fairly well. Travel for about an hour, and there's nothing really untoward. And then um, Dagmar seems to have gone around all of the. Actually, I can identify these things for you now. All the troops. <clears throat> If there's any conversation between them, John, I'm going to try and overhear. <laughs> Keep floating listening in. Yeah. yeah. Try to read their lips. Um, yeah. Okay, so give me a perception check in the tower. Anyone trying to listen to what she's saying? She definitely spends a time going around all of the all of her men, and they are all men. Uh, so Monin, she seems to be giving instructions, but that's all you can d- detect. Don't know what the instructions are. So, John, uh, my my secrets gleaned um, feature mm-hmm. basically says if if you spy on an enemy without being detected, really, then <clears throat> I, I can pick one of these benefits. I, obviously, they know I'm there. But if I'm walking at the back, can I can I use that at all? As in, yeah, so you can use that. You can tell that they're very aware you're there, and anytime you kind of creep within hearing range you detect that any any conversations dries up um, when uh, when Dagmar was there having a chat with that soldier. So you don't really pick anything up, but you can't get any benefits of that uh, now you've been observing them. So I can't get any benefits? You can. Because one of them is the lawmaster gives you a clue about the enemy's plans or destination. So I'm assuming that's kind of ruled out because... I... No, she, she seems to be fully on board with going to Roscobel, so she's confident in her... Uh, uh, her story, her uh, the rationale for going there. She glance. You can tell she's glancing with anger at Baron quite frequently, and Baron's looking quite nervous as they're travelling. I believe you normally, uh, John. But one word, Magric. <laughs> yeah, you're the worm. You're the. You sit on a thread of lies, sir. Thread of lies. I'm just the GM. I just put them out there. None of us managed to hear anything. She, she looks so you can, all of these no i mean you haven't overheard what she said so you've been traveling for a couple of hours um you you stop for a break to kind of sit around dagmar comes over after a little while uh, to arahad and says um mind if i take a look at that note to see what he stole i i don't have the notes actually you were given it uh no no, no hathas was going to sorry yeah. M- M- walks over to hathas and talks to you uh you have a look at that note there, old man. 
No, I think that's probably not a good idea. If there's going to be a claim that he did steal something, then you need to be able to tell people what he stole and identify information. I want to stole what, see what information he stole from us. We're not we're not hiding who we are or where we are. We're from Tyrants Hill. No, but I want to see well, what he stole from us. Well, there's, there's nothing proven to be stolen yet, is there? Well, only I can be the judge of that. Did you ever know why uh, Tyrants Hill got its name? Uh, something to do with history. Aye. Pretty, Tyrants, well people would raid from there. Not, never were they nice people. So you understand. Oh, why? Anyway, have I, have I shown you my wee weapon here? It's called Foe Crusher. And he sort of stands up and then just looks at you. It's taken many a life. And it will be a weapon of name. Remember that name well. And uh, remember I can get advantage on intimidation. So uh, yeah. just wait your turn. Otherwise, maybe you'll see it in action and I'm going to use intimidation. Give me an intimidation check. Uh, you can make that. Actually, make it in the tower. You should make it in the tower. Two ones. So Moni, you came up to talk. Uh, she kind of takes a bit of a step back when you said that. Puts her hand up. She hasn't got hands on any weapons, but says, uh, it's okay, Master Dwarf. We're not um, looking for any trouble here. I just want to, want him, want to know what he stole from us. It's like what this. What information you took. Dagmar, it's like what? this. Look at the way you're arrayed. I'm from fighting man. I fought in the, fight, in the Battle of the Five Armies. You're flanking us on three sides. You're hardly doing in a friendly order. It's almost like a military order. You're going around, you're speaking silently to your troops. I'm starting to lose patience with you. Maybe I should just end this now and take you out and then look over the dead bodies of your men as he starts looking at the men as well. Do you think you can take me? We faced five to one odds of orcs on top of a hill. We've been down in places and fought spiders the size of horses. Do you think I'm scared of yous? She looks, she nods as you're saying that and says, I can tell you can handle yourselves, all of you. You're not concerned about walking in these parts of the woods and it's not all that safe here. Um, I'm not got any concern with you fellas. It's that traitor there the spy and i, I want to know why is spying and who is spying for do you think you can get safety in rosgabel are you providing that is he spying for you i think he will get a fair hearing in rosgabel yeah, and we can establish the truth let's get to rosgabel and he will be dealt with severely i'll be nodding yeah wise words arrowhead let's get to rosgabel get all this out in the open let wiser heads and ours decide Who's telling the truth? Who's stolen what? Who's the liars? Right now, he's a woodsman. He's injured. Let's get him back to safety. Right, and what he has is information not on use, not on use at all. Her eyes glitter as she turns around and says, okay, Roscobel it is. See if Radagast knows about this. And she picks up with the people at the front and it just expects you guys to follow. Are you, are you getting in line again? The same order? Yeah, yeah as well. Okay, so um, two or three hours later, and she doesn't say anything to her men. Uh, oh, sorry, she does one more round of the men. Nothing happens. You get to Rosgabel towards early evening. It's beginning to get sort of dusk is settling a little bit. Um, she knocks on the gate as you get up. Uh, it is opened. There's looks like there's been a few more people for the folk mood arriving. There's a couple more tents set up. You're all welcomed in. They look a bit askance at Dagmar and her crew because they're pretty much look like they're in uniform and that's very rare for this sort of area not, not that kind of formalized militia typically around and she asks the person on the gate exactly where 
Radagast is, is told, and then doesn't even wait for you, walks coldly up with the men and the dogs. And it's strange, the dogs that have been snarling and kind of growling, that they look like they're trained to be attack dogs, are very subdued as soon as you get through the gates of here, and they're almost like puppies. They're very meek. Um, there are literally wild animals in in this in- enclosure, and their dogs are ignoring them, and they're ignoring the dogs. You go up to Radagast's door, um, and she bangs on it loudly with a mailed fist. And um, after a 30 seconds or so, Radagast, looking a bit annoyed, comes to the door. Looks like he's meeting people in there. And she says immediately, uh, Radagast, we need your judgment on a matter. A woodman and a spy, no less, stole some information from my master. And we've been hunting him down. These people are defending him but i think we both want the truth to find out who he's working for and what he's doing and i demand that right and radagast looks at her and blinks and then looks across at um at baron and there's clear recognition from radagast he knows who baron is and then she he says in a very quiet voice nobody demands anything of me i will hear you once i have finished my meeting uh, and Dagmar looks pissed off, um, but then, okay, so be it. We'll get some food, and we'll be back in an hour. <laughs> and he, and he, again, in a really quiet voice, says, "I will come and call you when I'm ready to meet with you all." Baron, how are you? Uh, and the, the man looks up, and at that, Dagmar, you can tell Dagmar's eyes go a bit wide. She is a bit concerned about that, and Baron <laughs> says, um, I, "I'm, I'm, I'm." Fine, Mr. Radagast. Um, uh, I, I, I'm just a bit hungry and weak now, but but this fella here, he he helped me out. I was, they they poisoned me. That that was her. And at that point, <laughs> it all kicks off. Dagmar <laughs> just screams, "Stop him!" And like, she jumps forward. A lot of the I'm men jump her. forward. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to go into melee. Uh, not not in, not in Um <laughs> They are very, very quickly surrounded and subdued by yourselves, the woodmen, um, animals. Lots of birds kind of fly down and like scree- screeching around their heads and they're batting them away, all that kind of stuff. And after about 30 seconds of like jostling, really, not much more than that, but they, it's very clear that they were angered at Baron. They they are kind of separated. No weapons have been drawn. They're kind of pushed to one pushed to one side and kept well away from him. Radagast looks really, really annoyed and says, um, like, again, very quietly and slowly, you, madam, can take your men and go over there. I don't want to hear anything from you until I'm ready to speak. Baron, get yourself some food and come and talk to me first. And at this, Stagmar is absolutely livid. She points, she looks to where he's pointed, which is out, actually outside the compound. She kind of goes out in an absolute fury, um, the men following her in a line and uh, she kind of disappears around the gate. Baron and you sit down. Well, it's up to you. Do, what do you want to do? I mean, you, you've not been instructed to do anything so far. I think we're better to stay here and take up a sort of a defensive and observing position while he gets some, well, while we get some food brought in case she tries anything. So you sit down, um, you're pretty tired, get the weight off your feet. Um, there's some cook fires around with people staying. Also, some of the r- residents of Roscobel are bringing food out, and it's clear that there's a lot more 
being prepared for, in anticipation of the folk moot. Um, and you'll get a really nice stew you have sitting on um, on some freshly cut benches and you're the, the most sort of satisfied you felt over the last 24, 48 hours. You feel just really content with it. Baron, cut bit of colour reappears in his cheeks. And after about an hour, you see a couple of middle-aged, slow-stroke elderly woodmen come back out of Radagast's home. And then Radagast comes over. He looks a much, <laughs> strangely, he looks much smaller and um, less powerful figure. Now he's not angry. And he comes over and he um, summons Beren, and Beren and he go into his house. If Hathus has actually memorised what's on this bit of this scrap of paper, then when Beren goes in with Radagast, Hathus would happily give the bit of paper to Beren subtly um, okay. so that he's actually got more evidence with him rather than, I had this bit of paper, it had some stuff on it, and Hathus has got it, yeah. Okay, yeah, I would have just said, yeah, uh, after about two minutes, Beren comes out. Asking <laughs> <to speak. laughs> he, uh, there's a meeting for about 20 minutes. Um, Radagast and Beren come out, and... He comes over to you, Hathos, and uh, Radagast does, and says, you treated Beren? He had been poisoned? Is that right? Yes. yes. You didn't find it at the time, but there is a what looks like a weapon cut, which is festered. Uh, you, you know, you hear, and actually, you probably didn't notice that, that. That He says, yeah, that was the source of the poison. This was a poisoned weapon that he was attacked with. Um, oh, nice. And he tells a grim story. Come, come in. I, I know you fellas well. And he welcomes you as well, Arahad. He know, knows you. You've been to Rosgabel when you travel alone, not infrequently. And he says, I'm glad to see you've joined up with these chaps. Uh, your knowledge of Rovania will be very helpful to them. Yes, um, they're a fine bunch. Ap- apart from that dwarf. <laughs> uh, so he says, yeah. Um, well, Baron claims, we need to ask the lady's story but baron claims he was captured while scouting on my behalf in southern Mirkwood. i'm keeping an eye on the old lands around dol Guldur and have been for a few years now and when he was scouting near coming back from fembridge up through the woods towards tyrant's hill he was captured well-equipped group um he was taken to tyrant's hill and he was questioned by a southern woodman or a, calls himself actually a merc woodman called Mogdred. Now, to my knowledge, Tyrant's Hill, neither that nor Fembridge Castle have been occupied for decades. But the most worrying thing was he claims he saw orcs in the region of Fembridge Castle. Now, Mogdred denied any orcs being anywhere close to Fembridge. They, they patrol that area quite frequently. But that's not what Beren saw with his own eyes. Mm. So maybe um, where did he get the map from then? He drew that from memory when he escaped of where the locations of those of those places. Are. I know oh, I, okay. I know I know that those locations myself. Um, didn't really think it was that much of a concern. I check them over occasionally and have some of the scouts check them o- over, but there's not been any any inhabitants of any of those for a long time. So if this Mogdred is taken over Tyrant's Hill. To be honest, that's not necessarily a bad thing if his objectives are aligned with ours. But it's an interesting development. So who poisoned him? That I don't know. Should we ask him? No, Dagmar Dagmar claims he was attacked um, by the the soldiers that were with Dagmar. Sorry, Baron claims that 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 was the case. 
Um, we need to we need to question. Can, can we so while Baron's talking, can we establish whether he seems to be telling the truth? Does anyone have any? So that you didn't hear Baron talking. This is Radagast talking now. Oh, okay. So Baron's gone back. So it it, it okay. seems that Baron is one of Radagast's like woodland scouts. So he I wouldn't say employed, but he sent him out on scouting missions. Uh, right. Him and a, a bunch of other woodmen who know the area really well and just to report it's almost like doing a patrol for a week and coming back and making a report and he's one of those people mm. so you unless he's being converted uh, radagas kind of trusts him so you you could probably trust him mm. so we so should fall upon this dagmar and, tr and question her yeah lop a few heads yeah. off <laughs> We knock them together first before we lock them off. <laughs> Can it be any kind of misunderstanding? <clears throat> I guess not. Well, the interesting thing, he, so, I mean, you, you relayed the information about what Dagmar said, and he obviously hasn't questioned her yet, but the the, the interesting piece was that he claims, sorry, Dagmar claimed that something was stolen from her yeah. or from her, from Modred. The only thing because Baron claims that that wasn't anything physically stolen. It was just information. So what information is Maldred concerned to get back, I guess, is the question. And yes. so this is what Radagast has pieced together. And he he doesn't, he said, well, I can't understand what's concerning to, unless it was the revelation that someone living at Tyrant's Hill again. Claims what about the presence of orcs? If he's yeah, maybe gone on record of saying he is keeping orcs out of an area then the evidence that there are actually orcs happily in that area undermines his claim so you know he may be tolerated or allowed to be master of tyrants hill because he is keeping the orcs out of the fenbridge area if he's not doing that then a what is he doing uh, and you know he's either at worst a liar and you know he's either a liar or he's in, in cahoots with the orcs and is on their on their team Maybe he's been protecting for so long he's just given up. We're being seduced. It yeah. seems corrupt to me. I, I, yeah. I mean, so you I don't go around poisoning people because they've got some information. Your fellow woodmen, do you? Well, especially if it's information that details orc emplacements. You know, why would you want to stop yeah. that going back to Rosgabel? Yeah. Which, to be fair, they didn't the, in the end. They're distancing no. themselves as well from their fellow woodmen as well. If they're calling themselves what merc woodsmen rather than woodmen. And if they're whole, if they were wholly evil, I would have thought we'd have fought them there and then in that clearing. So maybe yeah, on, they're, they're on the they're turn. Up to no good. Maybe we should. And it's part of the disenfranchisement. Hmm. Maybe it's an excuse to fall out with Roscobel and become independent. So night's so, fallen. Um, it's falling. You've all eaten. Um, Radagast says, "Could you go and bring? I don't need to speak to the soldiers, but bring um, bring Dagmar in. It'd be very interesting to hear her take on this." Uh, is anyone who's going, or just he, he just send a lackey? No, let's all go. All right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not feeling particularly trustworthy of, of these situations. I think we stick together. No, but she's clearly yeah. got clearly got some you know courage to come go straight, if, even if she is the enemy, all the way into the heart of Rosgabel. She, she a um, turning situation, isn't it? So you go outside, and there is a few tents. Look, some some of them are almost like fairly decent sized marquees. that could probably sleep ten people. Are being put up on fairly flat and level ground around uh, the the hedge around Roscobel. 
you don't see any new tents from the ones you saw. Uh, and you go around all the fires and you cannot find Dagmar or her men. Mm. Can we ask if anyone has seen her and her men? The, the woman and the, the men that came in with you? Yes. Yeah, with the dogs, yeah. Oh, yeah, they they said farewell and they just headed back out into the woods. Uh, they've been on ooh, an hour, hour and a half. They they didn't stop. They just went walked straight out. They didn't hang around. Okay. Should we go and report that back to Radagast? He might yeah, have I think, I think better birds in the forest to locate them and squirrels. Okay. Yeah. We'll go back in and relay that to Radagast. Okay. Uh, Radagast looks fairly neutrally and then scratches chin. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Um, well, main thing is Baron's safe. And he actually brought back some of the most useful intelligence we've had from a long time for some of these patrols. Um, and I thank you for uh, tending to him, Brother Hathas. That was a kind gesture. Can't really do much else. Um, I will perhaps send a retinue after the folk moot down to Tyrant's Hill to meet with this Mogdred, see what he's about. Maybe you could uh, help me with that, or we could find some other folk to do it. But right now, I need to, I've got a lot more preparation to make for the folk moot, and uh, I must get back to that. Um, but I thank you. I'm a bit concerned for Baron's safety. Um, I don't trust them not to try and sneak in in the night and kidnap him to spirit him away. Will he Does be it, safe? Yeah. He will be safe within the bounds of the hedge around Roscobel. Um, okay. But he, yeah, and he he can normally look after himself. He's normally cautious, but these people sound quite capable themselves if we're able to capture one of my scouts. She didn't strike me as being the enemy. I, uh, she's no. very, very well disguised. No. Something odd, though. Something odd is going on. I think it's as I said, it's, they're probably on the turn. Yeah, I, th I think that's the way this sort of conversion or perversion works, isn't it? It's a sort of a, a separation of purpose. Yeah. Or, or maybe Mordred is, yeah, has turned. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, she, exactly. She she's part of his people, so she's loyal so she's to her. She's kind of following all this, but not comfortable about it, maybe. Well, she'll see his side or her team side, won't she? Of he stole stuff and I've been told to do this, so give him back. So we could try and track them to see which direction they've gone in, at least, and whether they're hanging around in the area or left. Yeah, so any track, tracks now down. would be, um, they're fr anything you'd find would be fresh. If these are wood, yeah. woodmen experienced themselves, you may struggle because they'd be pretty good at hiding tracks. No, I'm very good at finding tracks, though. <laughs> it's a standoff. All right. Um, no, give me a survival. Just to get an idea. When, if they're sort of loitering around just out of sight versus if they seem to have gone off back to where they came from. You, you find the obvious ones, but as soon as they go into the tree line, you lose them. And uh, they're, they're, I mean, it's getting dark. You find it a bit difficult anyway, but they seemed pretty skilled. And you could tell by the way they move through the woods that they, they're very used to negotiating woods, the forests. You go to bed, nothing, nothing untoward happens. You pitch, pitch your own camp. You feel fairly secure. And you see over time more and more people uh, over the next day come in. And it's so you, you know, roughly it's a fairly ill-structured organization of, of folk around the woodman. 
the more powerful clans are clustered around Woodman Town, Woodland Hall. Hathis, you, you know that, but there are smaller clans like in your own, uh, I think it's Traitor's Hill where you uh, grew up. The mm-hmm. So e- even like the head of Traitor's Hill um, and middle-aged lady comes and you know her well. Um, but there's there are literally probably dozens of Woodman clan leaders and maybe a little retinue of one or two people turning up. And that's actually a, quite a, a big-ish uh, tent encampment starting to grow over the next couple of days. So if you want, you can speak to some of those people over the next two or three days rather than going on what you have been doing, just checking out the area. But it's completely up to you. Um, what, do you what do you guys want to do? Mixture of both. I think mingling with them would be good. I don't have any specific agenda, but you know, it's a perfect opportunity to to listen to stories and concerns and rumours, etc. I guess, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. I think we ought to try and gather as much information as we can, given everyone's together here, kind of come from all around the area. So we should be able to hopefully pick up a good view as to what's going on. So for the next couple of days, this is the things you find out. Let me give you a few rumours abroad. This is probably, I mean, half is you in your element here. You you are pretty good at wheedling information at, sorry, asking the right questions <laughs> for people to find. Wheedling scholarly research, primary research, job. So they, these are some things you find out. And Lameless Dread is rumoured to be abroad in Wilderland, striking fear into travellers in remote regions. Someone coming from the West lets you know this. Recent visitors to Trader's I said it. When he says it, is that the dread or is that Traitor's, I- Traitor's Island? Traitor's Island. Uh, so these are all completely separate. They're not, yep. not related. In the Traitor's any way. Island reminds him of the Company of the Wayne, a traveling community west of the mountains. Okay, so it's just a. So, it's, as in, yeah, it's a, it's a similar. Lot of, a lot of strange things for sale, a lot of fairly interesting personalities and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn this. Ooh. East Middle Vales. Okay. Open map. Find out that. So, is that. This is. The one we know with thingy, Urkel and Burkel or whatever it was. You don't know. They didn't know the name of it. <laughs> How many Hobbitins are there? I was just thinking. In the East Middle Vales. It's got to um, be there, hasn't it? Suffered a grievous attack. Oh, no. So that's a couple of years since you've you've been up there um, seeing them. Uh, you discover this. You wonder whether that triangulates with what you've just, yeah, just learned. Well, not um, safely at that. So the person that told you that didn't know anything other than he saw what looked like formalized patrols, and one of them said, "There's a there's a new lord in town." Basically, you learn this, and this has been happening particularly recently over the last maybe year. So if that you you hear that from multiple people, a grey cloaked figure traveling abroad um, who introduced himself as the Grey Pilgrim, asked them some very pertinent questions, and then disappeared as fast as he arrived. But it's it. he's all over by the looks of things. He um, sounds like a serious threat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, oh, clearly he's spending great wherever he goes. <laughs> this is so you you find out a lot of this from a lot of people. So a a man called Seowin the Generous, he was the person that called the folk moot. So he must okay. have some real power in the region to mm-hmm. be able to have done that. Uh, and he basically wants a union of wood for, woodmen from the East Bight. Now, you need to look on your map to see where that is. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, the way, and the woodmen west of the Great Forest. That's really what he called the folk moot about. He, he wants to formalise that, formalise support systems and structures, all those kind of things. 
So that's probably what the folk moot is going to be uh, going to be about. This you knew, a small bandit armor operating north of the River Gladden. You probably you would assume that's the bandits you met in the unless it's a bigger the wolves. one. The Wolfwood, yeah. Is that an army of small bandits or a small army of bandits? A small bandit army. It's a singular <laughs> army of small there bandits. There is a small army. <laughs> So th those are the, the main things you pick up on. You also found maybe a few more um, specifics about who's attending. So you discover these are the main folk that you, you, you're you aware of as attending. So Ingemar is, um, he's the head of Woodland Hall, basically. William. Um, and he's probably, outside Ranagas, the most senior woodman uh, mm -hmm. in the region. Half as you know, head of Mountain Hall. Um, uh, and you know Mountain Hall is a long, long way further away from Rosgabel than yeah, it's a the, yeah, than, than even the East Bite, which is just east of Mirkwood. You understand that a man called Fridwald the Runner, so he is of Woodman Town, he is going to come. He is pretty well known. I mean, you, you've seen him at Traitor's Hill before. He, he's almost like a messenger going between the, the main houses around and the main chieftains. Radagas obviously going to be there. A lady, so this you understand is a fairly fiery woman called Amaloda, <laughs> not Abelfrida. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is Amaloda. Uh, she's a shield maiden of the Black Tarn. So the Black Tarn, you think, is a dark, forbidding lake in the west of uh, Mirkwood. She's been in charge of the of her family and her followers since her father's death. Her kin are all basically fishers and hunters. They're likely to be coming. You know about Seal and the Generous. Mm -hmm. a young leader of a band of settlers in the East Bight on the far side of Mirkwoods. So most of the follow his followers are distant kin to the Woodman, but pretty much similar to, to Woodman. Um, and this interests you because you can't work out why this is moaning, but you also just dis discover that a dwarf called Boffrey, son of Bofa, is going to be coming down from Erebor for the folk mood. And mm. to your knowledge, Hathus, you've never seen, you've seen an elf once at a folk mood, mm -hmm. but you've never seen a dwarf here. Yes, I have. Apart from... I've brought my own. <laughs> apart, apart from your own friendly I've been trumped. I was, I was providing the novelty dwarf entertainment. And someone's <laughs> like, <laughs> someone's dwarf and horn player. Yeah. <laughs> Can Boffrey play a horn? That's the question. Yeah, is he better than you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can trade up. <laughs> so that, that's what you discovered. Um, is there anything else? Uh, yeah, you, n other than a bit of hunting, you, n you don't really do anything else. But is there any other questions you want to ask or talk to any of these people prior to the folk moot before it actually happens? You, you, to be honest, are known to a few of the people, not many. You are, I would say, treated neutrally by Ingemar, Heartfast, around gives you a bit of a bear hug when he, when he arrives. Um, he's quite pleased to see you and knows you well, but most of the other people here mm. that you can don't see on that list don't don't really know you. Didn't we give Ingemar that ancient axe head? That like you know, the, I thought that'd be pretty major. You you did. Uh, he's wolfbiter, wasn't it? Yeah, wolfbiter. So he um, he is neutral to you. He kind of he acknowledges you with a bit of a nod, but it was almost he's. Either he has really high expectations or he's pretty arrogant about his own power. He doesn't really prof profusely thank you for that. Last, um, but last then again, he's getting. Yeah, <laughs> no, what artifacts we're keeping. Then again, you know the woodman well enough to know that they're all pretty 
dour people they're not they're not that effusive with their with their thanks or anything so yeah hathers <laughs> hathers especially i'm not saying anything <laughs> <laughs> were we planning on maybe traveling up to dale after this you were so yeah we, and were we looking to hook up with anyone else traveling so we could do the whole any of you going up to dale afterwards do you want to tag along kind of thing Oh, you could you could definitely find people heading back up that way. And to be honest, Boffrey will be heading back that way. Um, cool. This is quite of quite interest to you. A large shipment of crude weapons has been discovered in a wagon train in East Rovanian. Um So this is east of the East Bite, quite a long way east. If you look at that map, there's a big stretch of uh, moorland and grassland. That part south of the running river is massive hundreds of miles across so somewhere in east rovanian no, no one really knows where but there was a shipment of like wagon load of crude weapons like dozens and dozens of them in all in a wagon discovered uh, you don't really find out any more detail about it but that's mm. new new news you that's just not don't good, know what that's about yeah so what else would you like to do just prior to this so it's a couple of days out before the folk moot starts um you've been Wined and dined. Um, you've noticed, so it's kind of interesting to you. Seawin and so Seawin's retinue numbers probably six or eight people. They are going out of their way to be extremely polite, pleasant to all of the woodmen. You see gambling going on, and you don't see any of Seawin's men ever win. Sigma, you've joined a few of those mm -hmm. games. They've got very good quality food that they're sharing with a lot of people. They've got a big cook tent that they're providing a lot more than they must have traveled a long way or hunt, done a lot of hunting to gather what they've what they've gathered. They're looking to make a lot of friends yeah. uh, since they've been here. Are they the ones suggesting the alliance or whatever it was or the this new? Are they the one who's called the moot folk? Yes. Folk moot, yeah. The um, they're the people that. Woodman, doesn't he? So they're being nice and on the charm offensive fair enough can we figure um, out if there's anyone who's particularly anti Seawin and his people that either avoids them or says negative things about them because i'm not mixing all of the women are treating them with suspicion because they're not real women and yep. it's the first time they've seen him mm -hmm. he is a pretty charismatic guy though Seawin, since you've seen him and he, he's not alienating anyone being quite mm -hmm. quite friendly to them a few other things you discover over and above that Hathas Sigma, you are sitting sharing a pipe with us with some revelers. Uh, Monin, you've been playing your horn, and there's some music being sung around it's the also, campfires. There's also some music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs> no, I mean, I've got uh, cotton in my ear. I've got to put some tobacco in my ears. Is he still playing? There's some, there's some, uh, <laughs> some good horn playing and some, some, <laughs> uh, some percussion and other accompaniment. And um, it's been a quite a nice evening, but you discovered. This is more of a, a story that someone says about a very famed woodman called Balfi. He's rumoured to have assisted the Grey Pilgrim. And you can't understand this. If this is the same Grey Pilgrim as mm -hmm. the, the Gandalf that you met, this is generations old, this story. And he uh, apparently he earned a great gift as a reward. No one knew know what it was, but that basically as the Grey Pilgrim came up, someone knew this rumour about a great woodman who may, meant to have once been gifted a great boon by the Grey Pilgrim for helping him out. Um, that crops up. You also, from some of the people from Black Tarn, discover, and you don't know what this is, but you discover that river maidens have helped protect those who fish in the Black Tarn. 
And that's why, despite being a pretty isolated, large lake in the west of Mirkwood, it's fairly well populated. And there are these women called river maidens that seems to help people protect it. And you don't know whether um, Amaloda is a river maiden or anything. You just didn't get that information. But some of the people who live there, it's, it's clear to them that that's that's why they're able to settle there is the river maidens help and finally and this is something you didn't maidens are are they just is that just like shield maidens a name for give me a law check name for people or was it a law check in the tower yeah yeah, yeah. uh law okay yeah you've heard uh rumors that river maidens are almost like a fae okay yeah maybe a very very distant relative to an elf you don't really know but they they live only around rivers and water and mm-hmm. are very protective of uh, the purity and cleanliness of yep. the rivers and stuff. Cool. Okay, so it's not just a name for people. It's probably slightly more magical in inverted commas than that. Yeah. Yep. But the mo- probably the most, well, the thing that shocks you most and may explain Ingmar's dour personality is this. You discovered, and this is only said in whispers by some of Ingmar, uh, after a few drinks from Ingmar's own people from his own hole, but his son went, missing in southern work would maybe five ten years ago probably nearer ten do we know the name for the son they um wouldn't say and they said okay. oh, i've said too much as soon as, as soon as they say yep. that he, he doesn't talk about it and to, don't 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 tell him don't ask him <laughs> as soon as they realize that they've like blabbed they it all clams up mm. uh, you see a few bjornings walking around you catch sight of um you don't see bjorn but there are a few bjornings here looks like they're not uh, it's mainly women that have been invited to the folk moot and they're, they're, they don't appear to have like guest invitations or anything, but there are a few here. Uh, but most of the people here are either woodmen or try, people trying to sell woodman things, basically, which includes some dwarves. I was going to say, can I ask, when we're sort of chatting and trading gossip, can I ask if anyone knows why Boffrey, son of Bofa, is here? I hear Boffrey's coming, you know, why is he coming along? It's brilliant news, but I wonder what's, what's brought him here. So you've you've discovered that Boffrey, yeah, he's looking he's looking to recruit maybe like a, almost like I wouldn't say a mercenary army, but some mercenaries to or scouts warriors to help him explore, maybe even open up the old forest road. And you don't know why, but that seems to be why he's here. He's actually looking for women who know the forest to try and, and explore the remains of the old forest road again. Okay, we'll see if, if, if more comes from that as the moot goes along. The folk moot is scheduled to start tomorrow. So, is there anything else you want to finally do before the folk moot sets off in anger? So, Rip, Mona wants to have a, a quiet word with both and just find out if he can find anything more than Hathas has found out. Like, why do they want to open up the road? Okay, uh, absolutely. Let me just check something. Yeah, Hathas was less. He wasn't sitting down with both of himself saying, why are you here? It's more gossiping with other people. Why is, why is a dwarf coming? What's he, what's he here for? Obviously, Modin's more direct approach of... What are you doing? <laughs> why? Yeah. Okay. Handshake. Yeah. You, to be honest, one night you get absolutely pissed with Boffrey and there's a couple of other dwarfs with him. Uh, and, and everyone else... I mean, you've seen Monin drink before, but you've not, not seen him drink with his kin. And it was full competitive. Uh, you'd be surprised if Monin remembered his own name in the morning when he comes round with a, like, 
uh, with a terrible hangover. He, he um, after dunking his head in the cold water of a uh, an animal uh, water trough, he seems a bit better in the morning. But he did discover that the dwarf was sent by King Dane of all people, actually, to the woodman, uh, actually with a royal command from Dane uh, to to Boffrey. Um, and his mission is to examine the state of the old forest road and determine if it could be reopened. Uh, so what he obviously wants to excel in his king's command and do a do a really good job. And he's really here to find people to help him open that road. Now, if you want to open your map, you can see roughly where the route of the it's not open now, obviously, but where the route of that road went. And if you see, it, it's pretty much directly south of the mountains of Mirkwood, mm -hmm. uh, the old forest road. So incredibly long arduous task to do that it's almost certainly all overgrown he also lets slip Monin, that the original old forest road when it was built through the greenwood was built by dwarves so if anyone could open it up again it's probably the dwarves that could do it and obviously it goes over ravines it, it it's not easy territory that it goes through it's not just like a road through a wood it's incredibly difficult it's like i don't know forging through marshes and forests and over great great hills and valleys and all that sort of thing and it, it, it goes well over 100 miles each each of those hexes is 10 miles on that map um so he, he's basically he thinks in time scales slightly slower than humans um so he's given himself a few years to to explore this well now for most humans that would be right we need a report back in four months for him two or three years of exploring the road and, and and getting to know it, finding people who know the forest well enough to to help lead him through it uh, and his men is is OK for him. And he, he wants to basically learn the woods, become a bit of a woodman expert himself before doing that exploration. So, yeah, you found out quite a lot more information. He was pretty open with you. OK. One thing that was interesting to you is that he 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 was aware that there are at least three, maybe more, uh, keeps that protected the road so these would have housed in days of old a small garrison and be responsible for maintaining uh the road in their in the area near they were built up and down the road so they didn't really go into the woods much but they were there to try and protect travelers going along the road and clearly they haven't been occupied in hundreds of years yeah it would be a sensible thing and you you got a sense from him actually moaning give me an insight check in the tower um he seemed a very earnest he was younger than you Monin, but he seemed a pretty earnest dwarf he despite enjoying the company of dwarves and the drinking games and stuff you played he's he was very very open and willing to get back to this conversation quite frequently whenever you brought it up he wasn't hiding anything it, it, this is very very much a, a mission he wants to succeed in okay okay anyone else you want to try and speak to before the folk moot you've got like one evening to go basically the last evening before it happens i'd quite like to speak to Amaloda if she'll if she'll chat at all find out hey. about the black tarn let me see if i can find some images actually you can see images of boffrey and folk so this is what boffrey looks like it's quite young for a dwarf fairly stoic as all dwarves are but actually, as you got to know, Monin has got a pretty good sense of humour, despite being really well focused on what he does. Give me a traditions check to see if you can talk to Amaloda. <laughs> tower or open? Uh, in the all of this kind of stuff in the tower. Um, you don't know what you need to be. I have a feeling you're really good at traditions. Really, really good at traditions. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, she, you're like a, for her, to her, she's quite a young woman. You're like an old gray beard. So she describes at the moment that her, her small clan, um, numbering probably no more than 30, are struggling to survive. They, they live much further in the, into, the, into Mirkwood. If I show you on your map roughly where they are, I can point out where the Black Tarn is. So if you look at near where the party marker is, where Roscobel is, Black mm-hmm. Tarn is pretty obviously... Big blue, big black yeah. blob. Yeah, so she lives actually not even west of that. She lives east of that. So it's probably 30 to 40 miles from here through fairly thick wood. The woodmen don't go down that far. They don't. Re- they rarely on the river go much further than Woodman Town. Tend to come across to these Danuan Vale through Western Eaves there and travel south that way. So it's a f- they're fairly tough, hardy, nomadic hunter fishermen. You you discover. She you would estimate is probably late 20s only. And they are living a fairly nomadic lifestyle, pretty tough one in the woods, under constant fear of spiders. I mean, she, she is open about having had run-ins with the clan with groups of spiders, being tracked by spiders, having to keep, keep on the move for a long period of time, all that kind of stuff. She seems basically as probably as good a, a woods, woodsman or tracker as, as um, Arahad is, uh, except her, her knowledge of the woods is probably second to none. Because mm-hmm. I'd be curious, because I'm from Traitors Hill, so I'm not that far away. But as you say, it's probably not somewhere where oh yeah, you'd never, you'd never go, go but you know of it. Yeah, so I'd be curious to speak to someone from there. Of wow, you know, what's it like? I mean, you did learn that she's here to build support to help her build basically a settlement on the Black Tarn, a defensible settlement. That's that's why she's here. Um, and that's really what she's focused on completely. So she, yeah, she says basically, I want to build, and she tells you, and you can tell that she's almost like evangelical about the tarn itself. Is, it pretty much provides almost all of the raw materials that her her clan uses, from rushes for their roofing. Um, it's the way they move stuff around. They 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 raft around the lake. Provides almost all of the protein that they eat. It's pretty much they live on fish. They don't have livestock. And she believes there's so much fish in the lake, it would be a very, very good trading hub for the rest of the woman as a, as a supplemental source of food, uh, especially for lean winters or really bad winters when when sheep dying and those kind of things. She also mentions river maidens. Um, she, you, as you, I mean, you you wowed her, you shared a pipe with her, you, all of the traditional stuff you've been taught seems to resonate with her. Mm-hmm. And you've discovered that the river maidens, they, they don't live by the river. They seem to live in the river. Which is really strange, and she she speaks sort of wistfully of them, and she said, "Oh, they we, I don't know who they are, what they are, but they I've seen them. They're very real. They are women that seem to just keep an eye on us and make sure that we're safe. They've given us warnings of spider attacks through the forest that they've seen near the near the river, and all sorts of things. They never speak. It's all done with gestures, and they, after being seen and providing a warning, they would typically just dive back into the depths of the lake or the rivers again." Wow, that would be something. Okay. okay. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, That's interesting. No problem. Okay, so the next um, next day, it is the folk moot. And you will have little name tags. Have you got your PowerPoint presentations ready? And that's where we'll leave this episode. Next episode, we will do the folk moot and see the shenanigans that go on there. Thanks very much for watching, listening, subscribing. 
following, all that lovely stuff. Catch you next one. Happy gaming. Cheers.